welcome to episode three of Real Japan, the podcast where we talk about real movies, not fake movies, aka anime. I'm Laven, and I'm joined with a, uh, a ragtag assortment of humans. Yes. Yes, we are humans. <laughs> humans are we. Good. They are definitely humans and not weird replicants that I found or made. <laughs> uh, that is all true. Uh, I am Josh. I am Stacy. I'm Jason. And here we are for another thrilling <laughs> Real Japan. Uh, this week we are reviewing uh, Shogun Samurai. No. No. Oh, crap. Chigao. <laughs> Chigao. Okay, sure. sorry. There's a lot of samurai movies that are all called Samurai Something. This is an issue that came up uh, that we'll talk about later. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Samurai. No. <laughs> Shogun, Shogun assassin. assassin. What did I say? You samurai. Said, Again. Said Shogun Samurai. Yeah. And then you said Samurai something. Shogun Assassin. Sorry. Shogun Assassin. Shogun Assassin. <laughs> he does not kill the Shogun. Yeah. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> he doesn't even meet the Shogun. I oh, know he does. Oh, sorry. It's been cut out. We'll talk about that later, too. <laughs> well, in the movie that we watched, he doesn't meet the Shogun. <clears throat> or know so, where the Shogun lives? Because he wanders. <laughs> all right. So, obviously, nobody knows what this show is about. Uh, so, a brief rundown of this. This is from uh, the uh, manga uh, Lone Wolf and Cub, um, which is an old, old manga. Um, it is put out by uh, Dark Horse Comics. Uh, can we pick those guys? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, totally. totally. Are we right. like that? Or we're just wrapping them. But yeah, they, they do the the official release in the U.S. Yeah, it's, it's a, a nice, like, heavy ink style it's like uh, manga. It's smaller volumes, I remember. Like yeah, that. yeah. It's, it's it's really cool. If you like any of the older style stuff, definitely uh, take a look into it. In, this, like, the 70s, they made a series of movies, live-action movies for them. And then what we're watching is Shogun Assassin, Sword and Sorcery with a Vengeance. Is that uh, the official full title? Uh, well, that's the theatrical release poster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that says that. Meet the greatest team in the history of mass slaughter. Shogun Assassin. Sword and Sorcery with a Vengeance. <laughs> is the actual full thing on this. Very good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, this here uh, is... Um, is it too soon to use the word abomination? Oh. <laughs> well, I guess you've used it. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the rest of the this movie was an abomination. <laughs> like the uh, chimera from Full Metal Alchemist, it was <laughs> two, two different parts spliced together Somebody's daughter to create died. a monstrosity. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, they took, uh, what, uh, there was six films in the series, and they took 12 minutes of the first film, mm-hmm. and then some shots of the second film that they... Uh, uh, mashed together to create a semblance of a film tied together by the inner voice of the small child the um uh the, 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 cub. the cub yes <laughs> right. the cub, if you will uh, daigoro. daigoro daigoro yes yes so the kid was uh like in the movie he was supposed to be like two or three and then the uh the voiceover of the kid was like when he was six I don't know. I don't have kids. I'm it's, like great at it's that. Like an, well, I think it's supposed to be like an indiscriminate amount of time in the future because he's right. saying it as he like remembers it. Yeah. Even though he still has like a small child's voice, but in the yeah in the film he's like a like a little toddler kind of a kid. But in uh, the narration, it seems like he's older and he's recounting like what happened throughout his childhood. Right. Mm-hmm. None of this was in the original Lone Wolf and Cub no. movies because they didn't need to splice in a narrative to explain what was happening. You actually just saw what happened, but. Since they cut out so much of the first movie, they used 
the narrative to try to fill in the gaps. You could say this is like uh, Power Rangers in that uh, <laughs> they just used the footage but then had to do their American narrative over the top of it to like make it make sense. <laughs> like in the original Power Rangers. One of the reasons why we were watching this one is because, you know, we're uh, you know based out of uh, uh, Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. and uh, they were showing this on... Uh, what's, uh... At Hollywood Theater. They had a rare 35mm print that they were actually going to show, which sounded pretty cool. It would have been awesome. Um... <laughs> We were uh, helplessly sabotaged by someone who we can name if we want, but I think you all know who it is. <laughs> if yes. you're fans of the show. <laughs> who is the one who sabotages everything? <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently he went ahead and he went and bought all the tickets. He, he bought all the tickets to the entire theater. And so. Uh, and then he asked, so- oh, guys, you didn't pre-order your tickets? Oh, well, it's sold out now. Yeah, maybe you should be, uh, you know... Uh, yearly members, uh, 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 and then you can come watch whatever show you want. Yeah, platinum members, they get their name on the board. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, we're not, and we just wanted to see a samurai flick real quick. Which yeah. they unfortunately put as part of a kung fu series at the theater, which is just, no. It's pretty sacrilegious. <laughs> it's not, that's not, uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah so, the, another... uh, so Hollywood Theater, it's like every <laughs> Tuesday or every, like, one Tuesday a month, they have a special where it's, Kung Fu Theater, where they show just Kung Fu movies, old Kung Fu movies. Yeah, but this is not a Kung Fu movie. No, yeah. no. But I think not thing in is, any stretch of the imagination. I think their thing is like dubbed Asian cinema, sort of like fighty, like action Asian cinema. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the they call of, it they call it a Kung Fu movie, like that's their block's name, but yeah, but they should just say you know like martial arts uh, 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 cinema. Oh yeah, you want to get all PC? You can't call <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, can't can't be saying. Uh, Stewardess anymore? You gotta say flight attendant. Yeah, can't call it kung fu movies. You gotta it's kung fu, pan Asian action martial arts film. Yeah, (laughs) at least somebody learned a lesson that night. (laughs) Not Kenny. No. Yeah. So then, okay. So anyways, anyways, let's get back to the whole point. None of us had tickets besides Kenny. The movie was sold out, and we're like, ah, what are we gonna do? And I'm like, well, you know what? Let's do this old school. Let's go to uh, 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 Movie Madness, which is a, uh, like the only... <laughs> like a local, long-running, historic movie chain that they recently saved from closing through uh, crowdfunding. It's like yeah. a, movie, a movie rental store. Yes, a yes. movie rental store. If you guys are, if you Do guys you know, are know what those are, kids? Yeah. It's like Blockbuster. <laughs> you know what a Blockbuster what is. <laughs> or, uh, it used, or what Redbox is now, basically, except mm. it was a brick-and-mortar store instead yes. of a stand-up uh, vending machine. Back in the day, you couldn't stream any sort of media over <laughs> the, your internet connection. Because there wasn't an internet connection. There was, yeah, there, at first there was no what? internet, which you'll what? be surprised to hear. And then, after that, it was slow internet. That you couldn't get mo- like movies or moving pictures of any sort over. This is all true. We had to this go all- to places to get things. Exactly, exactly. So we went to this place. We used to go there a lot. This is about the t- first time in ten years or so that I've been there. Meaning so we- she does have a membership. <laughs> I was no longer active. Was it like, well, a, no. was it like I, a laminated like, card? No. Like a, like, oh no, no, they just use your driver's license. Oh. Oh, more like my parents. I was had, you had, my like, parents had a, have a membership. And but since I haven't lived at home in twelve years, like, I guess I could make my own membership since yeah, I'm an adult that. now. I think that means I can follow you. <laughs> I thought like Hollywood Video used to use like your phone number. Yeah, yeah. there's like an alternate ID type thing. Yeah, 
Either way, we're in a rush. We're trying to uh, make up time because of the sabotage. <laughs> we immediately run in. Uh, Stacey has uh, already checked to make sure that they have the film. She grabs it. Because of the scores of people who go into movie <laughs> yes. madness, trying to, on like a Tuesday, trying <laughs> to get... Uh, I need the Samurai uh, movies! Go kind of assassin. Uh, no, we grabbed Samurai <laughs> Assassin. Yeah. And I'm that. like, huh, that's a little weird because... <laughs> to the right, about a foot away, is a whole section called Lone Wolf and Cub. Are you sure this is the right movie? Which apparently, I don't know what the name of the right movie is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I went back, I looked at my phone again. To, oh, no, it was actually Shogun Assassin, because I had remembered Samurai Assassin, because... Uh, yeah, so you guys can see where I also stuff. made the mistake. What a like, weird anachronistic thing you guys did is like go to a movie store to rent a DVD and then look up a bunch of information on your phone while you're standing there. Like, I don't know which one's which. Let's check it out. Well, because like, <laughs> they do have their catalog on the website. Yeah, yeah. But, but like during times when that was a thing, you wouldn't have had the ability to to like look up things on the fly about movies you wanted to watch, <laughs> yeah. you would have been like, well, I think this might be it. <laughs> yeah. And then we, after we picked up the correct movie from the shelf, we looked around the rest of the store because we hadn't been there a while, went back to the anime section, seeing there are still some uh, VHSs you can rent there even. Nice. And they What's had a VHS. VHS? That was not <laughs> <Spicy> <laughs> <laughs> a You guys have a VCR, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I do wow. have a VCR somewhere. I don't think I've unpacked it since we moved, but it is somewhere you in the house. You've got to have a VCR. Yes. Yeah, you do. I mean, yeah. and you also have to have a Laserdisc player, but... I never got that. No. <laughs> it's part of the... That was too much. Chic. Yeah, yes. four. <laughs> yeah, but, but not now. Either way, the only thing Kenny really gave us for that night is he recommended us to go find the... Bad people section? Yes, yes. So I think we found it. Uh, we found a section titled uh, Naughty Nazis that had, like, Vixen Girls of the Wehrmacht. Might have to go back there at some other point in time. <laughs> Not for this uh, podcast. No. no, we can have a spin-off episode. Yes. Like yes. Episode 3B. <laughs> talk about Nazi films. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They were, it was, they were in Axis Power. That's how we'll tie it together. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're going to talk about some Romanian films. Oh, uh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so we've uh, managed to get everything together. Uh, uh, decided just to watch it at the house. Got some pizza. Yeah, uh, got, got some, some Zaz, brah. Uh, got some uh, popcorn, popped in the uh, DVD. Um, the title screen, I think, it was actually probably the best part because it was just this part where the, <laughs> the guy's got his head cut off and he's standing there with a fountain of blood, and you just see the uh, uh, Lone Wolf and Cub that have just moved past them in the standard uh, samurai movie tradition of when you like run past people and then you see what happens. Yeah, and it's on a constant loop. Yeah, like a whole, like a yes. bat, like a poorly done GIF where it doesn't loop. It yeah. just like plays it and it then goes to the and beginning starts. and starts over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good times. But the but the loop was like two seconds, so it was very like quickly like the the blood head kind of falling down and then just like reappearing and falling down again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely the best part because I believe I'm the only one here who's actually read the manga and watched all the movies, like the well, full movies. That's true. I, I've never actually seen this cut of it. I have seen all of the movies with you. Uh, I wasn't reading the manga, but sometimes you would show me, like, either ultra-violent or strange things from the manga. Mm -hmm. So basically my memory of that is, like, uh, yam dildos and such. <laughs> it's true. There's, there, there's some of that. There's also, yes. uh, that's where I learned the term, which I forget now because it's been so many years, where you wrap somebody up in a tatami mat, like a sushi roll, and throw them off the bridge. Ah. There's actually a term for that. Yeah. I remember uh, that came up in Ranma. And that came up in Ranma as well. I don't remember the term, though. Yeah. So I will have to find out uh, You know, when Ramna well. goes on, like, a Christian killing expedition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how you do that. 
during that chapter. <laughs> so, um, I mean, so a general plot of the whole thing is um, uh, the Tyler character, um, who we'll call Lone Wolf, just because it'd be easier than actually remembering. Oh, his name. Nobody remembers because no, well, nobody they, they don't oh, really mention his name. <laughs> no, he's just or the, or the kids. He's the bad man. Sometimes yeah. he the says kid, his son's name. Yeah, but. the son's name is actually said. I don't think his name is actually. said. I think said. somebody. somebody must say it. I think one of the people who was going after him said, "Oh, Ogami is doing this." Yeah, yeah, like I say that. Like but, this, this film really. And requires you to know, know what's going on because they <laughs> they really do just cut out like the whole beginning, just relying on the kid talking about some stuff, but they don't really go into stuff. So, generally speaking, what it is that he's a high ranking official gets blamed for disrespecting uh, uh, the Shogun because some it's some old crazy man that you'll see show up throughout the film. Uh, wants that position for his family, uh, the Yagyu family. Because he was like the head executioner, right? Uh, Lone Wolf is the head executioner. So yeah. uh, the other uh, clan just wants that position. So they frame him for something. And then uh, uh, Lone Wolf is ambushed. His wife gets killed. And then he fights his way to freedom. And then they set up to where they're going to have a duel um, and kill him that way. And so the Yagyu family sends their best son to go kill him. And you actually see this part in the film, and this is actually like the the best part of this film is actually just the fight scenes because well, the, the, pl- part. the plot is gone. <laughs> so th- these are the best part, yeah. and they do some uh, uh, a trickery uh, uh, where he puts a mirror on the kid's uh, uh, forehead and he's carrying him on his back. So they do the, like I said, the standard samurai thing where they run at each other and he drops his head at the last second, reflecting the sun into the, uh, the other clan members. Uh, eyes blinding him and then he gets decapitated and that's the part that's set on that reel at the beginning yeah uh that is uh like i said this is the most delightful part for me uh, so uh, would you say that was a old-fashioned solar flare <laughs> <laughs> yes probably would not be the only dragon ball reference we make tonight no yes I was told I wasn't allowed to make Dragon Ball references, but now Jason brought it up. So uh, no, you are still banned from making Dragon Ball references. Everybody else is fr- we, feel free. We can't go down that Damn tangent. It. We'll never come back. <laughs> yes, um, and then uh, so he's like, "Oh yes, I have you know uh, uh, won this duel. Um, I will no longer be bothered by these people." Never and then they again. show up and they're like, "Well." You didn't read the fine print of this agreement. Uh, your uh, uh, life is spared, but not that of your child. And they try to murder his child. And then he murders his way through, you know, a <laughs> lot. Like, like 700. Yeah. <laughs> around. A lot. Yeah, yeah, he just murders his way through. And then the whole point is that, so they begin to wander to Japan while they're being constantly attacked by ninja and uh, Yagyu's men. Um, so other assassins are being hired. Yeah, and then he takes a job, which they briefly touch on, to assassinate people to uh, make money. So in the manga, what he's doing is he's saving up all this money so he can finally have his revenge at the very end of it. Uh, Like I said, they don't really cover that here. They just have this one scene where they show him being uh, hired. He's still a samurai. He still has honor. But there's that point in time when you're like, okay, is the honor worth more than... (laughs) You know, my life and that of my uh, uh, son and, like, by extension, family. Um, and so he's willing to still assassinate people. But he does the whole, you know, like, I, you know, only kill, you know, evil people and stuff like that. He's not going around murdering whoever. He, he does, you know, improve people's lives and such <laughs> like that. Improving lives through murder. Yeah. Yeah, well, sometimes that's the only well, way. That's uh, kind of how things happened back then, right? <laughs> it, yeah. It's feudalism. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's just how it goes. So, 
that's the basic premise of it. But this, it was just like this weird cut made back. So the original films were made in the 70s. This was a cut in the 80s. I think like 1980. 1980. Yeah. yeah, 1980. Um, that was like specifically made for British and American audiences. Apparently there was like there was about ten people that did the voices for it, oh, but I think yes. I think there was only like oh, yeah. two people, and they just made ten voices. Yes. yes, I should mention that. So when we first we first plus play on the movie, and I yeah, you know, it starts playing. It's like oh, it's dubbed. And let me go back to the settings to change that, and then it's like there are no other settings. This is only available dubbed, and that is because it is a cut of two movies together that they created, so hence there is no original Japanese version of Shogun Assassin. Yeah, and so this is the second uh, uh, betrayal by Kenny. Uh, (laughs) One, buying all the tickets so we couldn't go see it in the theater, and two, being the one to initially recommend us to go see this one, rather than just seeing if we can just... Watch the original, yeah. uh, not whitewash. We should probably do that as like a follow-up to this episode. And watch the real one and be like, wow, so much better. Like It's like a plot and it makes sense and it's great. Yeah. So, uh, like uh, watching the full Dragon Ball versus Lone Wolf and Cub Kai. Mm-hmm. That will be the last Dragon Ball reference we make. Will it? I really hope so. <laughs> Laban's like, I'm cl- I'm quickly reaching my limit of Dragon Ball references. <laughs> I used to love Dragon Ball. So, not but yes, anymore. The quality of the dubbing, it was pretty obvious that there was not that many people working as the voices, and there's a lot of, you know, no-name characters that he's just killing in that, or, you know, side people who are talking to other people. So it seemed very clear that by the wacky voices that were coming out of some of them, that's just like a few people trying to make it sound like it's more people, but that really bad accent type of thing going on. Yeah, and then sometimes they didn't even bother to translate what they were saying. There's this one part where the guy's like, hi! Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. They did have some parts where they dubbed it, but yeah, they said, hi, or ne, at the end of a sentence. (laughs) It's like, if you're already dubbing it in English, why are you keeping any of that stuff? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just very, very it's weird. Like, some of the times we I thought <laughs> before that was a. Some word. of the times they definitely dubbed the Japanese again, which was weird. But sometimes they just outright left it in. They didn't even bother because you could tell like the audio changed. It wasn't like dubbed. Or, you're like what? And then it's like yeah. one random guy being like, oh, hot, and then like yeah. gets killed or whatever. And you're like, oh, you didn't yeah. Even like during bother. fight scenes, there was some where you, know, you could you could tell that the background noise was not dubbed, and you could. I mean, if you knew Japanese, you could make out some of the lines. Like, I heard one guy's like, like, I'll kill you! <laughs> yeah, and then, like, it was digitally remastered, except for the stock footage. <laughs> and it had a nice subtitle. I would oh, just say, yeah. unrestored di- archive <laughs> that was, footage. That was interesting. Like, All right. <laughs> I mean, it made it look like it, more like it was some... You know, illegally made cut yeah. together version with this stock. Stock, yes. Uh, yeah, un, un, unrestored stock unrestored footage. Stock it was footage. only for like exterior shots where it was like a picture of like a, a castle. A or something. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah weird. it was like, oh, well, you're at the uh, uh, Imperial Palace type thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was just like positioning shots, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because of, it's it's a hack job in more ways than one. Uh, the the real question is, you know, how do we explain what's going on? Exactly. So what they chose to use is the kid. Mm. At some age, we talked about this a little bit earlier, kind of telling the story in the first like ten minutes of what was going on. I mean, what do you guys think of uh, the use of that too? Because we've talked about this in the other episodes uh, as well. You know, you have to compress. Uh, 
uh, these films. So they had two right. films, uh, which were probably a little bit compressed as it was from the original manga, down even more. So how do you explain the missing parts in this? In case they decided to use a, the kid to tell the story. Yeah, they mm-hmm. made this like monologue, sort of retelling of events from the kid's point of view, which. I think it worked. Like, if without it, we had we'd, we'd be completely lost, and we'd have no <laughs> idea what was happening. It would just be this guy killing a bunch of people because people are pissed, and we would have no <laughs> idea why. So, I mean, it was kind of cheesy and campy to have it, but you needed it, and it wasn't like the worst. Like the kid's voice wasn't annoying or anything, so it yeah, it worked out. Yeah, it's actually probably the the best voice acting. Yeah, it, it <laughs> yeah. was the only. It, 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 it was, was just, yeah, it was more like just a natural child voice rather than someone going, "Oh, I'm playing a character yeah. who's on screen for five for seconds." Sure. <laughs> yeah, but he and he had the most speaking parts. Like, there's also mostly no dialogue in this movie except for some random spots. But right. you need this kid was constantly talking, so <laughs> it was great that he was not annoying. So it was actually bearable to like listen to the narrative being told. Going off of that, besides like. Grunts, the uh, main character probably had 10, 20 lines of dialogue total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and most of that was actually in the beginning yeah. when, uh, um, after the mother is killed and he's trying to decide what to do, he's like, okay, my little cub, you have two choices to make. If you come over to me and grab my sword, I will take you with me and we will live a life of slaughter. But if you grab the, the ball, I will murder you and send you to be with your mother, who's dead. And I think that's the whole, his entire line. Uh, oh, yeah, except for explaining the one part that we'll talk about later with the um, alleged rape scene. Yeah. Wow, spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers for the podcast that we're going to get to later. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, we, uh, we have a, uh, a question or a, uh, yeah, a talking we, point. Yes, we have a special guest. Special guest from yes. someone who was not able to join us. Yeah. Oh, that's a great question, Kenny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, what is your favorite death of the whole film? I already said mine. Like I said, just that thing on loop mm-hmm. at the beginning. At the beginning? Yeah, yeah. Because also, I knew what it was. Like, mm-hmm. because I was only familiar, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that scene. It's a great scene. <laughs> I think I liked where he just. There was like a ninja hiding behind a door, and he just like threw yeah. the sword, and it went through the door, and then it just kind of came down in this suspiciously straight line <laughs> as the oh, as yeah. the person fell down dead. It's perfect. Cut, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like so so very perfect. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed uh, when. The, all the female ninja were like hacking apart the uh, <laughs> right, yeah. the guy because during the scene basically there's this group of female ninja like a whole troop of them that is there and I don't know the, the, one of the rival clans or something yeah, is yeah, trying, the, trying to get their like cooperation so in like the negotiation to get their cooperation uh, I don't know it somehow it comes about where like they're like trying to call into question like how good the female ninja actually are and so the leader of the ninja is like okay we'll send your best man over here to prove this and so he's like okay and he brings his best man into like the little dojo area and uh okay try to escape so he's like okay and he tries to leave and the female ninja surround like swarm him and start like doing acrobatics and like stopping him from leaving and in the process of this like cutting him apart so you see like little pieces of his like face and his arms and his like skin like being left all over the place (laughs) and and you're like what (laughs) and then yeah they just fillet him yeah they fillet him essentially like while he's trying to fight out and uh they kill this guy's best man and 
the guy's just like, I guess they're great at being ninja. Cool, you're hired. Let's do this. Yeah. You, you killed my best person, so I guess all I have left is you guys. Yeah, yeah. Twelve people versus one. Obviously, my yes. guy will come out on top. Yeah, yes. yeah. But I think you know one of the things with it is like, it is a old Japanese film. It is a you know Jai Geki, you know a, a samurai film, period film. Um, and so they're also probably going with the whole thing of like, oh, will a woman a woman be able to do this? Yeah, no, that you that know? part makes sense. But I didn't. I thought they do like some kind of test where they like pin him down. and They're like, see, we're the best. Not like <laughs> we're gonna murder your guy. It was a different time then. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it was a different time, different rules. We you cannot. Know, sometimes judge. you gotta break a few eggs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't judge. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jason? What do you think your uh, um, favorite? The, I think I would go with the uh, the. Swiss Army knife of the uh, baby carriage. Oh. <laughs> so the carries around the kid pushing a stroller for the most part made of wood and at uh, halfway through the movie, two thirds of the way through the movie, uh, he comes across uh, the aforementioned female ninjas. Yeah, the yeah. female ninjas. Uh, they start to come come and swarm him. So he starts taking apart the uh, the carriage. And magically, it's all actually just random weapons that uh, he ends up cobbling together, and makes a dual, dual-ended uh, uh, like a glaive. Yeah, a glaive mm. and a couple other. Or things. Naginata, if you want to keep yeah. it topical. All right, <laughs> mm-hmm. topical. Huh? Is there a lot of? <laughs> oh, I talk about it constantly. I don't know about you guys. Which uh, has it been in the news lately? <laughs> which apparently, or in the six or. The actual uh, originals, Josh showed us uh, one version of it where it uh, actually apparently has uh, firepower. Yeah, it has... Uh, 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 oh, no, it had spiked wheels. No, no, it had, oh, yes, okay. there's the one that has like the chariot, scythe chariot wheels. Yeah. That, that was in the movie we saw. Was on, was he on I the thought, yeah, because the Daikon was in the front and he, he, he pushes it. Remember, he kicks it. Oh, that's right. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, he pushes it. Uh, but he doesn't push it very hard, but it just seems to There's a pick hill. up speed. Like yeah. chariot style. Yeah. There's like yeah. these blades coming out of the wheels. Yeah. And, and it completely hacks off their uh, their feet at the shins. Uh, yeah, they're not wearing anything down no. there. No, but so it's, it's like rolling happen. at like, he, he kicks it, but there's not really a hill. He's just, yeah. it's just sort of going it, at It's normal going speed. three miles an hour, but it can take... There is a live kid in there. The only time that they don't use a live kid is where he's like fighting through all the guys to escape, <laughs> yeah. and you can see his obviously like a doll right. every yes. other time they were using an actual kit so they can't actually really put yeah. the kit in there and do that's it all down. fine but the car is going so slow and they don't speed up the footage it just looks super slow and then mm-hmm. and then it gets to the part where like uh the cart's getting near the kit uh the, the people and then it sort of starts uh jump cutting to like hit their shins and then the blade ripping through the shins and you're like what <laughs> how can it possibly he's going to like one mile an hour beforehand that was, was this awful. is the from the same era that they made the six million dollar man where they just uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. So they probably just did that. The, was special effects. This was like random jump cuts and not believable <laughs> speed physics to like make this like work out. I believe a lot of like the hacking off of heads like more so than I believe like that this blade on a wheel would do anything to these shins. They could just like see it coming and be like, nope, and step right over and it would be fine. Well, but I don't think they're expecting. I think they were like, oh, he just kicked the baby towards us. Whatever, we we gotta watch him because the female ninjas use this technique. They're walking towards him. They're walking towards him. Yeah, and they start throwing. <laughs> radishes, yes. daikon at him to distract him. Yeah. That's true. And then they're going to attack him. So they're thinking, oh, the baby car's been pushed towards us. 
what we need to keep our eyes on is Lone Wolf. He is going to murder us. They're not thinking, oh, i got to step over these blades. They probably are not suspecting that at all. I don't remember. Did, did the blades pop out right before they get to the shins? Or I thought they popped out way uh, early on, like well, mid, mid Well, he, he probably has to activate it, and then he, he pushes yeah, it. Yeah, I thought the kid, had, the kid had to push a button. Yeah, the, oh, the, that's the right, kid, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. He, okay, so he must yeah, have... Because he also uses it to uh, put a spear out from the front end to uh, stab one. I do remember that part. Uh, yeah. That part made more sense because it's a spear, like a spring-loaded spear, stabbing into a man. And then <laughs> the spring-loaded uh, knives coming out and then just still rolling like super slow, like tractor speed. You're like, that's not going to do anything, dude. It's gonna, it's just going to stop. And they're yeah. gonna... I mean, You've it, watched it Konosuba. A, it might put yeah. a cut. What happens at the beginning of Konosuba? Yeah, but that's an anime. This... that didn't, It wasn't an actual real-life... Four realistic shot of a baby carriage moving very slowly. <laughs> where I'm like, okay, Austin Powers, steamroller style, not gonna kill anyone. <laughs> I can't get out of the way. Yeah. Well, okay, so this leads to another question that we actually had uh, um, uh, from Kenny that we actually don't have lined up, actually. I was gonna yeah. go with the. Okay, so we're gonna do a. We need to ask Kenny Bot, Kenny Chan. Yeah, what I was gonna say, is it purposely campy? Oh, yeah. Kenny did have a question. Kenny, what was your question? Who definitely showed up to, to talk to us uh, uh, with us about this film that he bought all the tickets for <laughs> maliciously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good question, Kenny. Very good. Thank you for bringing your wisdom to this. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, what we're just talking about, like, did they purposely have this baby cart go three miles an hour to cut off people's limbs purposely to make it comical because they're like, ah, everyone's going to uh, love this. This is going to be like a comedy on a part of, like, the Three Amigos or... Okay, I don't think that. Yeah. See, it's, I think it's more of a gradient. I don't think... I mean, obviously, the source material isn't supposed to be funny, right? Like, the normal movie is a serious thing. No, it's, it's a serious thing. Some but guy's then, trying to be, uh, yes. be murdered. So, like, in that, I don't... Obviously, no. That's ridiculous. But in this cut, <laughs> there's probably, like, some degree, slight degree of the editors being like, this is hilarious. Let's put this one in. They made their own movie. So, they had complete... They had the whole library, and they can make... Choose whatever scenes they wanted. So, uh, they chose some weird ones in there. So, it's part of it. I'm sure they kept some campy stuff in there just for the sake of American and British audiences are going to love this weird blood spider craziest scenes that we can think of they had to westernize it a little bit especially since uh, Shogun and Tassin came out in 1980 at the time you've got certain things that you can do and certain things you can't uh, especially with western culture it's going to blow their minds right yeah Yeah. so they didn't want to really go with the full thing because it wasn't it may not appeal to the western audience at the time I, okay okay so that's about the time i was born so i think i can kind of comment on this more than most people here yeah. even though you're older than me yeah uh, <laughs> the same age no we're the same age we're the same age yeah it's when you were born that's not when you were a you know, we, we were born a year after film nerd who just yeah. lived through the 70s and wants to like see some weird movie yeah but I, but the thing is, is that at that time i think people were just like starving for any of this uh, exoticism of the the Far East? No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm saying I mean, that we still have that. That's why that's why Hollywood has this whole uh, kung, kung fu, fu movie block. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. We're uh, still doing it. Uh, so I know, but that, I'm saying that is like a contributing factor to what I'm saying. Where the the edit that they chose to do is like 
yeah, we're going to create this weird, this movie and give them the, the not the racist version, but like, <laughs> the, like the really stereotypy, like, we're going to make this like the, like a samurai movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, but see, I don't, I don't think they're going like, oh, I'm going to, we're going to pick out these parts and make it. Like comedic. No, no, no. I, I no. think it's, it's the wrong word. I don't yeah. mean comedic, and I don't actually mean like full on purpose campiness. I just mean I'm sure they were slightly self aware after uh, when they were doing the edits, where they're like, "We see that this is." I mean, Star Wars has already been out at this point. We know what a movie should look like, and this is like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, you know, they're like, "Let's just choose the fun, the fun scenes. We're gonna make. We have they have full creative control to make whatever movie they wanted to make out of the source, source material already." Well, yeah, but it's like if we took Kill Bill, one yeah. one and two, right. and then just randomly selected scenes from it, but not the scenes that tell you what the story is. Like you never see her talking about how she was, you know, was going to get married, and they murdered her husband. Uh, but it's like showed her in the hospital bed, uh, showed her trying to be murdered in the hospital bed, but no explanation. And then your voiceover of her being like. <laughs> I needed to go a voice on a of her daughter. <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, just dubbed in later yeah. uh, from the daughter's perspective. Exactly, no, it's from Buck's perspective. <laughs> uh, but when he's like, "I saw this woman in the hospital. Little did I know about her past. Her past. Her past." <laughs> and then it shows these random scenes. Exactly, and then then you just pretty much just put the entire thing together with only the fight scenes. And only like, oh, and this is where you're going to murder this person. I think, yeah, no, I know. I just think if you're going into this project, there's no way you're going to be like, we're making a fully serious uh, film that is going to be I taken. I think they you're, did it sincerely. That's true. Yeah. But they have to just know the way that, that it ended be... up was, I mean. I mean, they watched it <laughs> at the end and they're like. <laughs> Like, they can't just can be like, do... we did a great job. It's going to be like, well, I mean, we did the best of what we yeah, did. Yeah, I guess uh, they were... the 80s. They thought it was a great job. They yeah, trying... yeah, the bar I guess was they pretty were... low. They were trying to make it more palatable to a Western audience by, I guess, cutting it down to, you know, just, just the fights and then dubbing over it to make it also more easier to swallow, I guess. But That's which... what we want to see. We but want not... to see blood spurting everywhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, this is how you do it. But you now, the, the dubbing kind of adds to the campy factor, which, well... I mean, at that time, that's just how it yeah, kind of was. Yeah, I, I understand that. I don't, yeah, that wasn't, it well, wasn't really intentional, I don't think. They were trying to do it, but that's just how it is. Well, exactly. I think, I think the other uh, parallel we can make is uh, Evil Dead. You know, Sam Raimi, yeah. uh, uh, a film there, where they made it, they produced it, they edited it, they put it out, and then it was just got famous for being super campy. <laughs> that was not their intention at all no. going into it. Then they're like, oh no, this works, let's do this again, and we'll make Evil Dead 2, which is just a remake. So, if they came back and made Shogun Assassin 2, and made it purposely campy, then I would be given that the, uh, the credit. But I think originally they were like, no, we're doing an homage to this, and they just fucked it up. Yeah, no, I, I agree that that's probably mostly that. I just think there's probably like, I don't know, not a 100% we're making a serious film during the production of this movie they had to I mean they're so they're aware, I mean they're watching they know what it looks like they can't be like nope just blinders on being like we're making a masterpiece I'm sure they're like this is just gonna be fun and cool not we're making a great film of all time yeah so you know uh, if Robert Houston and uh, or David Weisman oh we should get them on the yeah, exactly. yeah if, if, if they want to come and talk to us and, if and clear this up that would be great actually yeah. yeah yeah or anyone knows them have them call us 
<laughs> Have them check out our... 1-800-ANTI-BROS. <laughs> yeah, call it 1-800-ANTI-BROS. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, uh, Twitter at us. However uh, people this day and age communicate. Have them get a hold of us. And we will have this cleared up. But yeah. I'm saying they did a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did read that they did release the other Lone Wolf and Cub movies, but as single movies and not spliced together versions. So I'm curious Ooh, what type, like, did they do editing on those as well, or did they just do dubbing on them? I'm not, I'm not sure. I just read that they also released the rest of them. I think at this point in time what we decided is that we need to watch the original yeah. <laughs> source material uh, on these. Uh, it's going to be a new series. Like a <laughs> mini Real Japan sort of introspection. Yes. Exactly. We, can figure out, we can really get to the bottom of this. All right, uh, Kenny, uh, you have another question? Well, that's, that's kind of what I was just saying, Kenny. Great Thanks question. for yeah, uh, question. duplicating what I just said. Can you treat this as a own unique piece that is different from Lone the Wolf. actual Lone Wolf and Cub series? series? Oh, yeah. It's I mean, it own, kind of is. It is its own thing. <laughs> it ends. There's no sequel. Uh, well, it's a, but it's just like a small snapshot of the story. Like I see that. They it's, have, like, it's called Shogun Assassin, but he never, never in this cut character. of the movie, or he goes to the Shogun's brother, is I guess the closest contact that we see him having. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, well, okay, it's, it's, once again, they are looking at uh, uh, fetishizing uh, uh, the Far East, and they're they're literally just saying nouns and putting them together. So when I said, "Oh, this is Shogun Samurai," this is literally what part what they probably did back in 1980 to title this like, thing. What are some words that people will I'm know in no the idea West? What they just were like, "Yeah, the Orient." It's whatever. Exactly, and it's like, why didn't they just call it Lone Wolf and Cub? People aren't going to know what that means. Why do they localize anything? Because of just (laughs) weird reasons where they're like, no, it needs to sell. It needs to be optimized for the audience that we're trying to go for. Yeah, exactly. So they're literally just putting two nouns together. (laughs) Like, oh, Shogun. Uh, When did the book book Shogun come out? Uh, 1975. Major thing. I mean, I read this uh, uh, when I was uh, uh, growing up. When you were a cub? (laughs) When I was a cub, I read this thing. Great book, but it's doing the same stuff. Like I said, at that time and even now, really, there is still this like desire to get as much as possible of the exotic, exotic. Asian. It's just different, you know. Yeah, they do the same thing kind of for us. Where it's like, ooh, America with, the, well, with their but cheeseburgers is, and their American yeah, and flags, <laughs> and their Jesus Christ. I mean, Jesus well, Christ. They all love Jesus Christ for some reason. <laughs> Would this be basically? Uh, for an American audience, would this be like uh, a, a western, and kind of treat it as oh, that? Yeah, I, actually, a lot of samurai films are kind of more of the like a, a done in like spaghetti western style. Yeah, yeah. that was a whole can of worms too. That was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's the, a lot of discussion about this. <laughs> yeah, Seven Samurai and the Magnificent Seven. I mean, they yeah, crossed. yeah. I, I think the, the, <laughs> yeah. the source material is definitely from Japan and then copied over. I will, mm. I'll say, I believe it kind of goes that way. Um, yeah, well, Kenny's original question is, like, do you think they can be considered separate entities, or are they... Yeah, is one crap and another one good? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, I see it more as, like, these this film production company, like, using the original movies to make their own movie. So it's just the medium of which their creativity was coming through. Because, so you know, it's, it's scenes, so you have to <laughs> make it make sense, but 
they really basically did their own thing, so. Oh, yeah. Well, they uh, look at some of the uh, 80s anime, like uh, Voltron. Yeah, right. Where they took mm-hmm. Go Lion and made their own thing. Or, yeah, or like mm-hmm. a Robotech with Macross mm-hmm. and yeah. Mosquito and everything. So. Exactly, exactly. Because this is before they uh, were feeling comfortable. Well, and this has been said before to make it more easily digestible to a Western audience yeah. when I think those were wrong. Not saying that the Voltron or the Star Blazers did the same Robotech thing. or the Star mm-hmm. Blazers, like the releases weren't good, but I, I think most people would say the actual Originals, ones are better. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, yeah, because there's so many changes. Like, so I don't see them as the same thing. Like, yeah. And uh, what was that again, uh, Kenny? Uh, you have something oh. else? Wow, another oh, thing to add? <laughs> Uh, I mean, were you worried? <laughs> there was a. Yes, Kenny is referencing a scene um, where Lone Wolf was on a boat and. Uh, they all fell into the water. Yes, they all got wet and he removed his clothes, he removed his son's clothes, and there was a female ninja there. And he goes over and he starts forcibly removing her clothes. And uh, at this point, Kenny was very worried. Kenny apparently. Yes. <laughs> and his beloved uh, action antihero was going to have to be defiled in his light. And then, in his second to last line of the movie, <laughs> he's, he Lone says, Wolf says we, we need to be close so we can stay warm. <laughs> yeah, yes. which is obvious to everybody involved, I think, <laughs> that you don't have a fire, you just had to swim through water, it's cold, you have to use your body heat. It's either that, or they're going to cut her open and get inside her. <laughs> Tauntaun style. Tauntaun style. Those are the only two things that's If they that's really want to go for a Star Wars, yeah, the Star Wars feel, they could have yeah. edited that some, a different way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, exactly. yes, it was, it's, the scene may have played out slightly strange, since he didn't explain what he was doing as he was undressing no. her, just... Once they were already naked, like, oh, yes, and now we're keeping warm. They're probably trying to go for <laughs> the, that, like, misdirection source of suspense. Yes, but it was pretty stupid, because you're like, they're obviously trying to, they need to warm up. If anyone knows anything about hypothermia, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you're just, they need to, like, it's obvious what's happening. Yes, and they're going to try to trick me into thinking it might be a rape scene. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like no one in the audience was concerned a rape might be occurring. Yes. Uh, well, apparently the, one person. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The ninja was concerned Possibly about too. it. And Kenny was concerned I was a little about concerned, it. Like, why isn't he just telling her, like, with his words, what needs to happen? <laughs> well, he's probably used to not talking. But she's, like, fighting. And so, like, he needs to be like, what do you, I need, we need to warm up. Plus, uh, like, right oh. before that, she did just try, try, to, and kill try him. and kill him. That's true. <laughs> yeah. He did spare a couple of female ninja. Yeah, well, he always does show, like, a soft spot for that. He's trying not to kill everyone. That is true. They're yeah. trying to kill him. If, so they, if they come out. after him, he'll kill them. But there was that scene where... They had the roadside performance where, yeah, it was a bunch of ninjas in disguise doing a little roadside performance, and a couple of them were flipping around, and they came after him, and he killed those two, but he left all the other ones just gawking on the side of the road since they weren't directly coming after him. Exactly. He, he, well, they're just a film random. <laughs> that would be awful if he just, like, and you guys watching a performance. You probably knew it was ninja. Let's kill all of them. This, well, this is Japan. Were, That's some just of how them it may happens. have been ninja yeah. as well. I mean, there, there, is a, there is, like, a 30-minute thing. It starts with that, and then he runs across some other ones that throw the radishes at him. He murders them. Um, I think he runs across somebody else. Like, I just, like, imagine that's, like, a one-mile sequence, and then there's just, like, 30 bodies lying there at the end of the whole thing. Doesn't the narration say... The first time he spares someone is when he gets dropped around the well. 
And when his kid when, his kid, when the, yeah, the yeah. son gets dropped down the well. The classic thing. And kids then, always getting in wells. Yeah, and they yeah. pull him up, and they like the ninja's standing there, and uh, uh, they pull they pull him up, and he says in a narration like, "This is the only time I saw my father spare someone." Well, that's a lie. But then, because then right after, <laughs> yeah. then the woman who you know Kenny thinks my being getting raped was <laughs> spared as well. So. Yeah, and it was a different uh, a ninja. Uh, exactly, so it's a yeah. different, completely different person, and yeah. he spared another different No, he, he, he spares a lot of female ninjas. Yeah. It is, it is what happens. You know, actually, maybe we're thinking about this wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kenny wasn't afraid that Lone Wolf was going to rape her. Oh. Maybe he was afraid that the cub was, because oh. the cub did yes. start, like, batting Ooh. at her oh. head. That's yeah. true. Like swatting Yeah, it. he's like swatting, swatting her like a, weird, like a weirdo. Like, I don't know what that scene was supposed to represent. I... I almost, since he's a young kid, he might have been trying to get milk or something. He's like, I'm going to hit the titty and get some milk. I don't know. Starving to death because they're wandering around in the wilderness. Exactly. And stealing food from uh, uh, little Buddhist oh, yeah. statues. Why didn't they eat that radish? Maybe they did. Well, they, they, they took one of them with him because it was still sticking That's to the That's what I'm saying. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did take some radish, Stealing yes. the food from the offering of the, the, the grave. Well, uh, he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, he offered. He was yeah, close. He bowed, he he bowed and he gave. Yes. So he could die of hypothermia. He gave. Yeah, he traded with the Jizo statue for its offering. So it's a fair trade. Yeah. That's what they mean by fair trade. Yeah. Talking all about, I don't know, okay. this, like the special effects or fights and stuff. Oh, it was just. I mean, it's just, just yeah. pretty typical cinema, for the like typical for the time. <laughs> really weird yeah. jump cuts that are pretty non-fluid, and are in our first episode we uh, we talked about uh, uh, Blade of the Immortal, mm-hmm. and I think if you look at the fight scenes that you see here and the fight scenes you see in the Blade of the Immortal, they're still very similar. Mm-hmm. You oh. know, like like a group fight is done where they're all moving around <laughs> them in a circle with their swords then... out. But only one or two will attack at a time. Okay, so my problem is with the not the fight choreography. That's like fine. It looked fine. It was mm. literally the cinematography of like the shots and how they would compose the shots. It's kind of like when you're trying to make a movie and you're like, okay, ready, go, and you do like a thing, and it's like they didn't cut it before that it was like correct. So mm. you see kind of the guy hesitate and then do his cut, and then it like cuts mm. back to the main. So like, and you're like, yeah, this doesn't look right. It's like they're not really doing it well. Well, exactly. That's my point. If you look at this one here. The the overall style and choreography is there. Yeah, of course. And if you look at one that were just done within the last well, couple like years. last year, <laughs> it's that same. It's just very much more polished. Sure, but I mean, uh, movies of the time also like look pretty good. Like you watch like Rambo or something, and when they're doing fights and stuff, it doesn't look weird. Like, Are you trying to whitewash or uh, a podcaster? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> When you watch Jackie Chan movies, <laughs> it doesn't look like that at all. Okay. There's like cool like kung fu scenes that like don't have this weird thing where it's like you're gonna do a punch and then it cuts to like a weird angle of the punch going and then like back to the regular regular punch. Where you're like I don't. Oh come on, Super Cop had that weird scene and this only scene out of like all of Jackie Chan movies where they fall through the glass, yeah, uh, uh, like ceiling in the mall, and then they do the shot from like 16 different angles repeatedly. Yeah. That's stylistic choice. I think that was less like we have one chance and we gotta film like a puppet hand going, then then gets chopped off all weird. So then you can tell what happened up and close. Where you're like, okay, I just saw a puppet's hand get chopped. I didn't. I don't believe that happened in real, on screen because <laughs> you just cut from like a cool a cool scene to like a puppet hand <laughs> and then back. And I'm like, I noticed you, guys. <laughs> you didn't pull fast one on me like you thought you did. You did. <laughs> 
Uh, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, um, have we been giving ratings to the movies we've been seeing? I don't think so. I don't, no. yeah, maybe that's something we should work on. Is uh, like uh, right. you know, maybe we should all make up different scales so we all. Yeah, have our yeah. Own. I would give this one three samurai swords out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I give this one out of ten. I give it maybe four <laughs> severed puppet hands out of out of ten. I give it uh, four radishes out of ten. Nice, three baby carts. Uh, <laughs> that's all I was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what was that, Kenny? Oh, Kenny had another uh, question. Yeah, learn to speak up. Oh, and thank you. <laughs> oh, all right, I guess. Oh, uh, Kenny's <laughs> leaving. I guess uh, Kenny's left gone. us. He said, quote, Kenny out. So <laughs> I think that wraps us up for today, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, Probably don't watch this movie. Um, <laughs> if you want to watch a movie like this, and one I haven't seen, but I'm sure that the original Lone Wolf Cup films are way better, and you should just watch those instead. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But yeah. the scenes from, that the source material used were cool, so watch watch the ri- original. Yeah, we definitely watched some of the, the scenes I remembered uh, from the other movies, just kind of pulling them up to watch those. And these guys are like, oh, that that's cool. Why didn't that make it into this movie? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So probably just we'll watch those next and have a better time. Yeah. So uh, thank you for joining us here at uh, Real Japan. And uh, we'll be back later with more uh, live action goodness from Japan. Make sure you go to our website at www.anybrushcreative.com. And you can subscribe to this podcast to listen to Just Real Japan. Or subscribe to all the rest of the podcasts that we do, which is a lot now. Uh, yeah, so, repping for Fujoshi Trash Talk. Yeah, so if you want to listen to more anime banter, just, uh, yeah, do that. Arigato! Banzai! Banzai! <laughs> uh-